You're listening to a Rev FM production podcast. Welcome to Pastors Live, the show that discusses things of the Bible and current events for people who love to laugh. And now, the hosts who answer questions with more questions, it's Pastors Dave, Ty, Shane, and the other guy. Gary, are you... I am. <laughs> that was great. Wow. Are you? I am. Okay. That's like it's like Moses saying, Who do I say send me? I am that I am. Yeah. I was like, you know, it's like, okay. All right. We we're we're rolling already. Yeah. Hey, it's Wednesday, January twenty fourth, two hundred and what is that? Two of uh, you know what? I I'm, I need food. Uh, 2024 uh, episode 951 uh, of season nine. We have some wonderful readings today. We hope that you're following along. And if you'd like to follow along in our daily Bible readings, you can go to WaterSprings.net. You can download our app. You can uh, just you can yeah. find those readings there. Check us out online. WaterSprings.net. Um, and we, it's, it's a fun day today. We're going to talk about this in just a second, but it is our week of prayer and fasting. We invite you to come and join us and pray for an hour tonight from six to seven. And of course we will still have Bible study tonight. This might look a little bit different, but we will still have worship, uh, and, and, uh, a time in the word together, but we invite you to come early from six to seven and join us for Can prayer. You imagine that going into a Calvary chapel on a Wednesday night and, and they're having Bible study. Weird. I know, right? <laughs> I say, what? What's happening? No, For people who like, don't know, uh, Water Springs Church is in the Calvary Chapel family of churches. Yeah. And Ty and I, our, our roots uh, go back, man, over 30 years each uh, yeah. in Calvary. Oh, 40 years for me. Yeah. yeah uh, 1984 for uh, was when Sylvie and I came to Calvary Chapel. So, And I was in, I was in ninth grade. Yeah. But that's like, that's beside the point. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I love I love our Calvary roots. But um, I was sharing with uh, someone the other day. I was having uh, oh, I was having lunch with our Truth Project uh, team, and I, I said, you know, I I love my roots. I love Calvary Chapel. But I think Pastor Chuck would would roll over in his grave uh, with all of the well. What would Chuck do? What would Chuck say? You know, what would Chuck have done? Chuck would say, "Stop asking what Chuck would say." <laughs> no, do what the Holy Spirit yeah, says. He always just get in line with the Holy Spirit, guys. But when we get in line with the Holy Spirit, something really interesting happens. We get in line with the Word of God, right? Not with Chuck and Smith, so, not with, with Chuck, the Word of God. The Word of God, yeah. And so we want to be in the Word of God. We've got some wonderful, uh, you know, passages that we go through. But remember, when you read the Bible, read it in its context. Context is key. Uh, remember, it's in the Bible. Uh, remember, it's in uh, Old Testament, New Testament. It's in a portion of Scripture that has. Has a purpose and a reason, um, and then you have you know it's in a book. It's it's surrounded by chapters. It's surrounded by context. You need to keep it in its context. Um, and before we we pull out of that, but speaking of context, uh, today is uh, Macintosh Computer Day. Today celebrates uh, the same day in 1984 when the very first Macintosh computer uh, kind of came together, and mm. so. Um, so for those of us who are Mac people, hello, hello, that's us. We yep. are Mac people. Uh, today is the day we celebrate. Uh, however, today we can't have anything to really celebrate. I'm gonna have. I'll have another cup of coffee. Uh, but Gary, I wanted to point something out that I thought was kind of cruel here. So it's a week of prayer <laughs> and fasting, and there's a, still a trough of chocolate. 
Now, now, by the way, this room is cold enough that chocolate will never melt. Um, it's, it's true. I'm so you. it feels. I, I, so is it just me or does it feel a little bit like we're in a freezer? You know, I, you and I did walk-in freezers. We did. <sighs> yeah, we can't quite see our breath, but um, yeah, it's not cold enough to keep food s- safe in here. But it's it's pretty cool, man. We're, Gary, we're is close. it warm over there? It, you- it, it, well, it's warm over here, and when I checked the thermostat, it said sixty-one. Uh, out in the other room. Uh, so that explains they, why. They must not be connected. <laughs> so, you think? So I turned up the heat. Oh, so, thank you. For, okay. For my pastors. Oh, yeah, well, what I appreciate a nice that. Guy. Thank you, brother. Yeah. And hey, we, so we, and by the way, it is it's still Pastors Live. We're still short a few, but yeah. is uh, that register got, over your head? Is it open or is it closed? It's open. Oh, yeah, it's open. Okay. And the, yeah, cold air's coming out, but it's open. Uh, so, so we've got, oh, Dave. We, got the, we got the AC going. That's yeah, good. that's right. We got Dave's in the studio God today. Bless you guys. Gary Austin is with us hey, as, as always. Our engineer, our producer. We're really thankful for him. Amen. And then and uh, you are. Uh, oh, I'm Ty. Hello, Pastor. And Ty. Uh, I I am always glad to be with you guys again. Hey, listen. If you want to send us uh, a name for my uh, emotional support pickle, uh, it's Pastors Live at the Rev FM. And uh, we also uh, ha- we love to hear from you comments or questions um and you know the other day uh we were talking about salvation uh great question came in the other day about salvation can can a christian lose their salvation and you know remember a christian can't earn it so therefore we can't really lose it and and there's some issues there that i think are really important about you know our relationship with god regarding um how we connect with him and how we're loyal to him because it's it's about a response. It's not just about a prayer that we pray. It's not just about church attendance. It's about right. actually living for the kingdom of God. Right. And by the way, you can live for the kingdom of God and still have a job, still go to work, still go to school, still be successful in life. Yeah. You can still have those things and just do them in a way that you have loyalty towards Christ. Well, well, well like yeah. if you're a barista, if you're a cop, if you're a cashier at the grocery store, if you're a radio producer, engineer, if you're a pastor, None of those things make you more or less of a disciple of Christ. You are, you know, we all have a lot of different hats that we all wear, but we always want to make sure that the one hat that I'm wearing that trumps all the other hats is the disciple hat. I'm wearing the, I'm a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ, even if I'm wearing a Merga hat. I was going. Yeah, I was, I was going there. There you go. Nice. I was going to say. I was going wow. to say. Hey, Dave. What's on your disciple hat? It says Merga. Merga. Make radio. Make radio. Make, great make, again. Ra- making radio great again. Revelation Radio. Hey. So we did have a question that came in though, um, and it's a good question. And it says a question for the pastors. Well, that's us. Well, We're going to we take go. that one. Okay. okay. Um, I haven't prayed on my knees ever. Knees. On, knees. Knees. Kneesers. Right. Uh, so ever. On another episode of past, the pastors talked about praying in humility, which might include getting on your knees. Uh, I pray a lot, but am I doing it wrong? Question mark. Should I be praying on my knees? And that's from Emily here in Idaho Falls. Emily, that's a great it's, it's question. It's a wonderful question. It is a wonderful question. Um, I, I think one of my one of my favorite positions to pray in is uh, driving in the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's because I it's a very efficient time for me to mm-hmm. pray. Um, anytime I'm in the car, um, I'll turn off the radio and I just pray while I'm driving. And I don't pray with my eyes closed because that would be foolish to do that. Um, another way um, I pray is 
I pray uh, often sitting down, but I ha- usually have my Bible open and my guitar in my hand because of that's part of my 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 prayer time and my worship time. But um, as far as position of the body, Emily, that's it's the position of heart that's right. most important. It's not the position of the body. When Jesus, when the disciples asked Jesus, teach us to pray, they've been watching him pray, right? And so he's, he, he teaches them. He doesn't say, hey, get on your knees, fold your hands, or put your hands together. He just says, hey, when you pray, pray our Father who art in heaven. So it's the position of the heart that's important. The same thing when the, the, you had the tax collector and the Pharisee that went to pray, right? And the, the Pharisee basically said, hey, I'm just so thankful that I'm, I'm not a, you know, a woman, a dog, or a tax collector, right? You know? Um, so I, I, I'm like, but the text was like, oh man, he just beat on his breast and said, oh God, you know, forgive me a sinner. And Jesus said, well, who was really forgiven in that moment? Right. It's the man whose heart was right. Not the man, not the man who had his life looking right. So, um, there are times that I will pray on my knees, but I'll kind of share with you how this works for me. I don't normally pray on my knees. I'm normally sitting down when I pray. Um, uh, unless I'm in the car, uh, but my wife and I go on prayer walks where we're walking and we're praying. Mm-hmm. But usually, if I'm praying on my knees, it's because I've slip, I can't sleep, and so I slip out of bed quietly so I don't wake up Lori, and I get on my knees and I just put my hands together and I put my head on my hands and I just pray right next to the bed because it's 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 two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning, and for some reason I'm up, and so. I'm like, well, if I'm up, I should probably be doing something. So I'm going to pray. And so that's usually when when that'll happen for me um, as far as position goes. But the position is not the issue. Yeah. It's the heart. Why do people um, take a knee typically? If you're if the the king, if if uh, King Charles um, were making some sort of a proclamation, or if people were coming before King Charles. Uh, they would go down to a knee or both knees, I suppose. Typically, I think one knee. The the posture of the body is to send a message. I am in submission to you. You you are my liege. You are you're the one who calls the shots. You're my king, and and I submit to your authority. And so, um, yeah, there are times when I pray on my knees. Do I pray always on my knees? No. Do I pray on my knees more often than not? No. I'm I'm typically uh, um, uh, lying down uh, every night when I when I go to sleep. I pray uh, and I pray till I fall off to sleep. When I wake in the morning, I'm praying immediately. I go to prayer. Um, and I'm typically lying down. When my wife and I pray together, we're typically sitting, holding hands, or maybe holding one hand, and praying in a sitting, seated position. Um, you know, I'm an old Chuck Missler guy, right? I used to, when I was a young guy, I, I listened to Chuck every day. Now I listen to Chuck a couple times a week. But um, something that I always enjoyed when Chuck would teach, he would he would say, Chuck Missler, and no, not Chuck Smith, uh, Chuck Missler would say, let's bow our hearts together in prayer. And I, I, I just always appreciated that because, it, yeah, Ty, you're right. It wasn't the posture of the body. It was, it's the posture of the heart. Well, where do we get the idea? In Isaiah 6, um, 
Isaiah writes, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. After it, I, uh, after it's above it, pardon me, above the, the throne, above the temple, stood the seraphim. Each had six wings. Watch this. With two, he covered his face. With two, he covered his feet. And with two, he did fly. And they all cried out one to another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And so we see this posture of the seraphim at the throne of God. With two, he covers his face. And so we would think of bowing the head. With two, he covered his feet, saying, I'm not going anywhere. And so you might take the posture of kneeling, like covering the feet. But man, with two he did fly, and so you can see the, uh, the the hands lifted up and the flying kind of posture. And so I remember as a young Christian uh, reading Isaiah six, thinking, "Man, I'm going to bow my head, I'm going to bend my knee, at knees, and I'm going to lift my hands like the seraphim." And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, man. I think, in fact, if you want to do that, that's great. If you're driving down I-15, would you do us a favor? Don't bow your head, close your eyes, and bend the knee, and stick your hands out the windows. Um, keep your eyes open and keep your hands on the wheel. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I and I do like that. You know, prayer is something that uh, you know. I don't know. You, you you start wondering. You know, can we can we we can always pray better, right? And and Gail Irwin used to talk about this, and and. He would talk about we need to stop beating ourselves up like we don't pray enough because we always have this attitude like oh I don't pray enough I could pray better and as he said he said if you just are you just talking with Jesus are you just yeah. talking with a God that loves you just go about your day talking to the Lord trusting the Lord and listening to the Lord I think prayer is lost in one area is that we don't listen enough mm-hmm. when we pray right. we have a tendency to talk mm-hmm. when we pray. Lord, I want this. Lord, I need this. Lord, do this. Lord, do that. Lord, fix this. Lord, or, or, fix yeah, that thing. Even supplication, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. But yeah. sometimes you just got to shut up and listen. Yeah. Well, and I, I think I love the idea of starting with adoration. You know, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. So we start with worship, right? Um, and I, I think we want to start by giving God glory. And we start by, that's like when we, so as we're doing our week of prayer and fasting, we're starting with love up. So mm-hmm. we're going to start by praying and adoring God mm-hmm. and worshiping him and loving him. And um, and then, you know, it's that, you know, you come into that, you know, it's the old Acts model, remember that day mm-hmm. of your night? Adoration, Adoration confession, confession, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving supplication. supplication. It's And yeah. it's like the last thing we do is ask for things, <laughs> uh, you know. so I used to, when I was a youth pastor, um, I used to tell our, our high school kids, hey, when you go to a prayer meeting, Take what Jesus took with him, a whip, W-H-I-P. First, worship him. Second, make intercession. Third, make petition. Uh, And it's sort of like the Acts model. First, adoration, then confession, then thanksgiving, then supplication, A-C-T-S. But I do find that sometimes having those acronyms do help me to stay focused. Yeah. So my prayer doesn't go all over the place and whatnot. I think uh, for me, you know, when I get up in the morning, like you said, Dave, the first thing you do is pray. Yeah. Uh, first thing I do is thank you. Mm-hmm. It's the first words out of my mouth. Right. Thank you. And then usually it's like, what do you want me to do today? Yeah. And I just listen. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm like, 
You know, at some point I have to get up, so I can't just sit there and, you know, forever. But, um, you know, Lord, what do you want me to do today? And sometimes, you know, it becomes really obvious, right? Yeah. Um, the other day, it was just, there was stuff around the house had to get done, so I just got up and spent the day doing stuff around the house. Uh, but that's what the Lord wanted me to do that day. Right. Um, but I think it is important that prayer is something that we we do put energy into, but I think the energy of listening has been lost. We, I, I go to prayer meetings sometimes where there's just everybody, it's just, it's constantly supplication. It's, uh, yeah. Lord, we need this. Lord, we've, you've got to do this. Lord, we demand this from you. And, and it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, um, adore him, worship yes. him. Yes. Then th- show, you know, confess your sins before you start. So yeah, show some piety, right? You know, Uh, the the penitent man will be able to come to that throne of grace. And I love that idea, right? You know, we come boldly to the throne of grace to find help in time of need. So, so that idea that penitent man coming in, that penitent woman coming before the Lord, adoring him, coming in with humility and then thanksgiving. And I, I, I do really think this is a, this is a pretty rough challenge, but if we woke up tomorrow and we only had the things we were thankful for today, what would we have tomorrow? And, and what would we not have? And what concerns me is I can, and I'll be really transparent right now, there are days that can get so out of whack, so out of control, that I could honestly say that if I woke up the next day with the things I was thankful for yesterday, I would have woken up with absolutely nothing. <laughs> Because because it's like you're just you're trying to survive a day instead of going through the day saying, Lord, thank you. Thank you for my wife. Thank you for my children. Thank you for my home. Thank you for all of your blessings. Thank you for what I have. Thank you for my church family. I was just saying at at the risk of sounding like a pastor, like, oh, I'm supposed to say it because I'm a pastor. um, Give thanks for your local church. I mean, really, truly, no matter where you live, you know, I give thanks for Water Springs Church. I thank God for Water Springs Church. Um, I wasn't going to share this, but we um, have a minute here. So um, I had a nightmare last night, and it was probably the worst nightmare I've had in decades. And not that I have them often, in fact. But, I mean, it woke me up, and I looked at my watch, and it it was 2.34, which is kind of interesting. And at 2.34... Um, I was, you know, just pleading the blood of Jesus uh, on uh, myself, my wife, our home. Um, we have a couple of guys that live downstairs uh, in our basement, and um, it's a very nice apartment down there. <laughs> oh, Dave's got two guys in his basement. <laughs> They're not yeah. locked up. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, praying for just pleading the blood of Jesus over Sam and Oz are their names. And um, then pleading the blood of Jesus over each of my children, my grandchildren, my brothers and their families. And still not asleep. Now it's uh, 3.15 and I'm still wide awake and going, okay. Uh, And so I typically start at the upstairs. I start in the pastor's office, which is Utah. Prayed for Ty and Lori and their their sons, then moved to Melanie and her family, and then Brittany and her family, and Abby and her family, and Steve, and then Christy and Brenda, and uh, the guys in the media team, and I, you know until I've prayed for every single member on our staff, uh, and Gary and Carrie, of course, and um, you know then I then I moved to the school, and I start praying for for the teachers and the admin. 
And I mean, I'm praying for everybody on the planet that I know. And finally, I think about 4.30, I, I fell back to sleep and the alarm went off at 5.30 and got up and, you know, made a cup of coffee for Sylvia. And yeah, just started your day. You know. Yeah. But it was, it was just absolutely weird. But in that time... I, I'm giving thanks. I'm not just praying, you know, and Lord bless Ty and Lori and Josh and Caleb and Ben. And Lord bless Melanie and Paul and the girls, you know. Uh, no, I mean giving thanks. And I think what you're saying is so true, Ty. We forget sometimes. And I think whatever church you go to, I don't care what church you go to. If the Lord's led you to a church and it's not Water Springs, well, you know, maybe he's mad at you. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a joke. It's a joke. But <laughs> Dear whatever, church, yeah, I know, okay, right? yes. <laughs> whatever church you attend, give thanks for your church. Yeah. And you know what? Give thanks for your salvation. Give yes. thanks. For, you know what? I want to encourage you. Give thanks to your spouse today, even if you are struggling in your marriage. Go to God and give Maybe thanks. Maybe especially. If Maybe you especially, yeah. If you're struggling in your marriage. Make sure you're giving thanks to God for all the things you guys are going through. Listen, you're loved, your family. We're out of time for today. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow, but join us tonight, 6 o'clock to yes. 7 for prayer. And then we'll have a Bible study starting and some worship at 7 o'clock. See you then. You've reached the end of another episode of Pastors Live, a Rev FM production podcast. Thank you for listening. Submit your questions and comments by email to pastorslive at therev.fm. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review from your favorite podcast listening platform. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Amazon so you don't miss the next episode drop. 